0: It's the most wonderful
1: time
0: of the year. Good Friday afternoon, football fans. How are you guys doing today? I am Drew Fluffy Coach, and I am Philip Fizzy Barton, and this is Fluffy and Fizzy Sports Lounge. How are the holidays treating you there, Barton? Oh man, can't complain.
1: Start a bowl season. Uh, Some... The hot, you know, Christmas right around the corner.
0: Uh, just good times. Yep, it is the most wonderful time of the year because bowl season is upon us. starts <laughs> tomorrow, officially tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got some college football on today, tonight, actually, as you, I will get into that a little later. But, yeah, if you're new to our program, we talk about three things on this program. We talk about beer, cigars, and some good old college, college football. football. Oh, yeah. And then I don't know what we're going to do when football, when college football season I guess talk about NFL, I guess we could do that. Yeah, just, <laughs>
1: we'll just talk about the tournaments of everything that's going on. We'll start with the NFL. And then that'll finish up around the time March
0: Madness starts, so, yeah, so <laughs> we'll just do that. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get into more stuff like that. We'll reach that, we reach that when the time comes. But right now it is college football, so <laughs> <laughs> so you know we start things off with talking about the beers. Uh, today I am uh, drinking a beer from the brewery down here in Pensacola called uh, Pensacola Bay Brewery. Uh, I'm drinking what they have is a uh, Blackbeard Stout, and it's very. Oh. It's a very good. I I don't know what's been with me with stouts lately, but like within the last year or so, I've been starting to really love stouts. And this is a very creamy. It's almost like a chocolatey type of stout. Man, it go it is one of my probably one of the best stouts I've had in a long, long time. So.
1: Yeah, I, I've been on a little stout kick lately too. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 a taste that's getting hard. It's hard to beat. You know, it's um it's definitely becoming one of my favorite beers or favorite types of beer.
0: Yeah. Cause it it almost tastes like a chocolate milk. You're like it's alcoholic yeah. chocolate milk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you
1: know
0: some some of them have
1: a little hint of coffee or stuff. But you know I don't I don't mind that. But it's um yeah definitely definitely one of my uh, st- growing on me. You know I didn't like stouts. You know at first. You know I didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't a big stout guy. But as, as the more I drink them, the different ones I, I taste, they're starting to grow on me. Oh yeah.
0: So, I mean it's one of those things like the more craft beers you drink, the more you just start developing your own taste and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. you know. You know, the more you get into it, the more you're just going to start experimenting with what you, your taste buds actually do like. So yeah. So well, what kind of what kind of beer are you drinking today, there, Barton? I went
1: back to a local brewery. I went back to Legal Remedy. Oh, you good know, old Legal Remedy. Yeah, trying to push them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a plea bargain pecan ale, and uh, I I'm just the the, uh, the description on the back pretty much sums it up. I mean, it's, I'll just read that to you. It's a uh, rich dark ale flavors of pecan pie, toasted malts, uh, contributing hints of dark chocolate and coffee finish. Um, you will agree. This is a nutty deal, <laughs> but, <laughs> oh <my> uh, God. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it, a, yeah, it's good. Like I said, it's got the, it's got the coffee aftertaste, almost kind of a stout ish type flavor. Um, 6.2. So definitely a sipping beer, you know, don't get carried away with them. Mm hmm. But you
0: know, um, ten out of ten. I give yeah. it another ten out of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. Yeah, legal remedy. Uh, when back in uh, what was it? September, early mm-hmm. September. Like, yeah, that was that was the first brewery you took me down up up there, uh, and uh, yeah, very good beers, and you know, clever names too. You know, you know them being a legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, plea bargain PKNL. Yeah. So if you're a lawyer and you like to drink some beers, you know that's the brewery for you in that uh, South Carolina area.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, so you got the beer. Um, I'm actually smoking one of these cigars today. Today. Yeah, I got a Maker's Mark, uh, beer. Okay. Not beer, a cigar. A cigar. It's very smooth. Very smooth. Um. One second. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's very smooth. And if you like makers mark the whiskey, uh, this will be a perfect cigar for you. What what did you got there today?
1: Okay, I'm going with a classic today. It's um probably maybe one of the most famous cigars in the world, the 1875 by Romeo and Julietta. Um,
0: uh, Romeo and Julietta do have skit cigars though.
1: Yeah, this I mean this this is pretty much their this is their basic cigar. This is the one that. Probably when someone started smoking cigars, this is probably one of the first ones that they went into a a brick and mortar store and grabbed. You know, because everybody knows the name Romeo and Juliet. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but you know, everybody knows it's Dominican cigar, Dominican binder, filler. Uh, everybody knows about the flavor. It's going to be a it's going to be a medium body flavor. It's going to give you good burn time. Uh, I mean, just again, just a classic cigar that pretty much everybody knows about. Gonna pair very good with his plea
0: bargain. Ale, uh Soon as soon as we get off, as soon as we start <laughs> done recording, I'm gonna step outside and. Uh, I've always felt that Romeo and Julieta is like that was the first cigar I ever smoked. Like, and I feel like that's a good intro to cigars. It's whether it's that it's got that medium, like it's not too bitter, it's not too smooth, it's just right in the middle. So like you can tell if you're gonna actually be become a good like a not a good cigar smoker, but you're gonna tell if you're gonna like smoking cigars. If, yeah, if you actually food. enjoy it, yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah,
1: like I said, it's the 1875, especially. That's typically the one. Mm-hmm. That's the one you're gonna get. Like you know, even if you don't even know it, usually like, when you go into a break, it's
0: like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like the, it's like the cigar speaks to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got the beer, we got the cigar. To so the nitty gritty. Let's get into some good old college football. You mm-hmm. know? So you know, we kind of hurt last week, you know, with our pick of Navy. You know, oh was, man, yeah, yeah, maybe you know they end the season three and nine. Yeah, oh,
1: I called for the God. offensive explosion and the upset, and I got the well, complete you, opposite.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> they, as soon as Zach they pulled Zach Abbey, they actually started to move the ball. So you're you're wondering where where was that pull? Like when clearly he wasn't getting the offense moving. Something you, needed to be done a lot earlier in that.
1: Yeah, game. I mean
0: for your
1: starting, I mean I get this triple option, but for your starting quarterback to not even complete a pass. I mean, it's just.
0: Well, for me, it wasn't even the fact that he wasn't completing a pass. It's the fact that he was. They weren't even doing anything on the ground either. That oh, they had yeah. less than they had less than a hundred yards going into the fourth quarter of total offense. So that was it's, It was just hard to watch, and thankfully they kind of made it close towards the end. Well, but you know, like I texted you during the game, get yeah. the
1: ball to uh, Malcolm Perry.
0: Yeah, he, once uh, he started getting the ball in the open field, it was hard to stop. But, you know, wish he could have got there earlier. Yeah. but Moving moving on. <laughs> moving on. It also happened last week as Kyler Murray, you know, took home the Heisman. And I think we touched on that yesterday on the show. I think with the way he had been playing all year, especially in the bowl, in the conference cha- uh, championship game, it was it was almost destined for him to win. And we, it had been to a tongue of law the whole year until like, he – until that last game where he just wasn't playing well, and that print that performance just cost him the Heisman at that point,
1: yeah, I think so. um, again, I'll still stick by my guns, I think mm-hmm. when you look at stat wise and uh when you look at what they did through the air, I still think Dwayne Haskins probably deserved more credit than what he got. I mean, I'm pretty oh, yeah. I mean he finished what third but um by as far I mean, as, he finished as far third as, by a lot but.
0: Oh yeah. As far as pros prospect, Boyd Haskins to me has been the, his. He's became the number one quarterback in this draft class. With this just this year. Yeah, absolutely. Me. He, I mean, he's got
1: he's got the big arm. He can make the he can make all the throws. He makes all the NFL throws.
0: He's not a mobile guy either. He's a pocket guy. So, yeah. Like he, like yeah. He 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 ran for like what three touchdowns against Michigan. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, but that was not that's that was not part of his game the whole year. He's a pocket guy. He's gonna pick you apart if you give him the time. And I think he he was very well and the fact that he threw for more touchdown passes than anybody in the Big Ten history, which is a very stored history when you talk about quarterbacks. Drew Brees <laughs> Drew comes to mind.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Drew Brees comes to mind. He shattered his record and he still has time, you know, he he's got the Rose Bowl coming up against Washington. And I don't think he's just gonna demolish Washington. Yeah. Um, But also on the
1: same thing, I, I think, you know, Kyler Murray, it, he did enough to deserve to win it. I mean, he it wasn't – it wasn't because, um, you know, when we did this last week, we said, who do you think should win it and who will win it? And we both said Kyler Murray. So, I, it, I don't think it was a yeah. big shock that he won it. It wasn't Colin.
0: surprising in the slightest. No. But, you know, but we thought Dwayne Haskins <laughs> – Yeah. Maybe, maybe put in that conversation. Yeah. I think he definitely deserved a
1: little more – uh, respect in the voting than maybe what he got.
0: Well, he'll get the respect when draft day comes when he's the first quarterback <laughs> off the board. Because <laughs> Kyler Murray be won't even
1: be in the draft; he'll be playing for the well, Oakland A's. So. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. So this is that's 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 a weird thing to me too. It's like now that he's won the Heisman. People are like, oh, maybe he should pursue a year a career in NFL. I think Kyler Murray realizes he is too short to be playing. Like Drew Brees and Russell Wilson are short, but I think he's shorter than they are and he's not to me i don't think he fits the their mold cuz they were when they were in college they were picking you apart yeah like he was, he was more he, he as a quarterback is more of a running threat than you know picking in the pocket sitting in the pocket picking you apart kind of threat
1: yeah um also i mean i know he would get paid as a, a, an nfl quarterback but um that baseball money's hard to walk away from oh yeah uh, they, they
0: get paid they get A lot of money, and I would, you know, I'll
1: give him credit. You know, he was asked if you watched the, you know, the lead up, the build up to the Heisman. He was asked, um, I believe it was Tim Tebow was interviewing him and was asking him, was he going to be back at Oklahoma? And I mean, he just kind of shook his head, smiled, you know, and basically just said no. And it was was pretty much, you knew it was going to be NFL or MLB. So,
0: yeah, I mean, God, he is (laughs) such a talented guy. I mean, you. It's co- What the heck did Kevin Sumlin do in Texas A&M when he was there? Like, <laughs> interesting
1: <laughs> interesting uh, stat about Kyler Murray. His first start in college football was at Texas A&M against South Carolina, against my Gamecocks. Um, against Gamecocks. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, so you could say we jump-started his career.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has a bright future ahead of him. He's a talented – athlete Mm -hmm. probably probably the most talented athlete we've seen probably since bo jackson
1: yeah i I would agree especially to be able to be to be a two sport i mean you know we've seen athletes they're obviously very Mm -hmm. talented but to be the two sport to excel in
0: both the the way he does
1: is uh Mm -hmm. yeah definitely impressive
0: well the fact that you know he bo jackson won a heisman and now Kyler murray won a heisman both were you know great baseball players yeah you know, we'll see. We'll see. Obviously, when he plays for Oakland next year, if he'll be the type of caliber of baseball player that you know we think he's going to be. But you know, he, uh, as a football player, you know he's just as good. You and, know, he, they wouldn't they wouldn't have gave him the Heisman if they didn't think he was great. Any
1: chance that he tries to do both? Any chance he tries to pull Bo Jackson and do you, both?
0: It's it's so hard to do it in this day and age, yeah. especially as a if you were if you if you were a running back like Bo Jackson was, mm-hmm. I could see it being a bit a possibility, or even a wide receiver. But as a quarterback, you have to dedicate your entire time yeah. to being a quarterback. Off-season, you can't just go play baseball in the off-season and just expect to be a great Pro Bowl caliber quarterback And come NFL time. It's <laughs> yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, right? I agree. So, yeah, as much as like we would love to have a Bo Jackson of our generation, it's just not physically, mentally possible in this day and age of, uh, of athletics. So... So outside of that, you know, we touched base on it with, at the start of our show. Is the most wonderful time of year. It is bowl season. It cuts. It starts off tomorrow uh, in the noon, and we'll just start rolling through these uh, game uh, game picks. Yeah, pretty. Not we'll a, just
1: kind of, you
0: know, we'll hit just them warm. pretty quick. Yeah, it's not. Uh, we'll we'll what? think of a we'll think of a kind of embarrassing thing to do for the loser, whoever comes out in the losing. Okay, end. we'll Some,
1: um. I was about to say we're not going to sit here and act like we actually watch
0: all these teams all year long. So <laughs> no, but we'll I mean, we, we'll do something. We'll do some kind of a funny, humiliating punishment for the loser. Yeah, uh, uh, I think that'd be kind of fun. And I'm sure we'll we'll share it on the Twitter. We'll share it on the Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, so the people maybe, who do watch it. Maybe show. Uh,
1: on your way back up when you're passing through, uh, if you stop by. We can do it then. We'll both be at the, we'll be at there at the same time.
0: One can record maybe, it, something like that. Maybe we'll do a video recording this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do something like and that it, and do a video recording at one of the breweries up there. And I'll just, you know, the loser will be wearing something. <laughs> okay, yeah, we, we can to do that. humiliate the other. There we go. That's what we're doing. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna keep track. <laughs> it is. It is decided. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not wearing any Wisconsin shit. <laughs> oh. I didn't say it had to be a sports related. We could have you oh, or something. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. We will figure something out here. Okay, but yeah. So, uh, but uh, we'll get through. We'll get go through these picks. Uh, we'll tally them up at the end. We'll, the person with the most wins, uh, will you know the loser will have to do something very humiliating. Now, if there's a tie, we both have to do it though. So, oh, okay, interesting. Okay, so that's fair. Okay, uh, and I think that's what the fans want. Okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> all our fans. <laughs> that's what you all, want. All, all fourteen of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we build it up a little bit better by the time we get around. Yeah, But yeah. we'll start. We'll start with the core bowl. Uh It's Tulane versus Louisiana. I'm going with the Raging Cajuns in this one. Uh They've been very high powered on offense uh, that I've seen so far this year, and Tulane is you know, 2 lane. <laughs> Yeah. So, um we're going to we're going to at least start out, we're going
1: to start out a wash. I agree. Uh Louisiana yeah. Lafayette 437 yards per game, 33 points per game. I think they they take, they handle they handle 2 lane.
0: So, Yeah. So, moving on from that, we're going to the New Mexico Bowl, Utah State in North uh, Texas. I'm going with Utah State. Uh they have probably the one <laughs> the better we're watching again on this one aren't Yeah. We? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so far we're on the same path right here. Um, I'm gonna go with Utah State. They have a tight end there that he runs like a goddamn gazelle, <laughs> and he's already he's already saying he's already saying he's declaring for the NFL draft. Like this will be his last game before. And you see the size in him. I think he'll end up being the difference maker, and he'll, I think he will carry uh, Utah State over North Texas. Um, there. yeah, I'm gonna go with Utah State. Uh, they have the 34th rush
1: offense, 18 18th ranked pass offense. Now North mm. Texas can sling it, like they they have a really good passing offense. Um, they actually have a slight slightly better defense, but um, I think at the end the defenses are going to be pretty even, and I think Utah State's a little bit more balanced, and I think that's going to be that's going to be the difference in the game. I think Utah State. Oh, uh, good lord! Utah State wins.
0: Okay, so going from that to the Las Vegas Bowl, uh, you got Arizona State. You know, with a uh... Uh, some talent out of the, coming out of the Pac-12. They kind of came. In, they finally got uh back on the in the bowl season. Mm-hmm. And you got uh, Fresno State the fighting Herm the, um, Edwards. They're fighting Herm <laughs> Edwards. You know the good to go. You play to win the game, Herm. You Edwards. play to win the bowl game. <laughs> <laughs> Are you picking him to win the bowl game? No, I am not. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, so we're watched on our first three picks. Yeah, we're on a
1: great start. Um, it looks like we're both gonna be wearing dresses or whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. On, uh, looking at it, uh, statistic wise, they they're pretty they're pretty even. Uh yeah. One thing that I found out: Fresno State has uh the one the top red zone defense in the country. Mm-hmm. Which was uh kind of shocking, and Arizona State they're going to be missing their best player, wide receiver Nikhil uh, Harry, so um yeah, I, I'm just going to go with Fresno State.
0: All right, so going on from that the Camilla Bowl, what, what what are they naming these bowls for real? Like, I, I there's I, I, when I you could... got fifty names, you got to make up names. Yeah, I I feel like that just brought they just brought two names together and like, yep, that's a bowl game. We're making it. Let's say camel and uh something that ends in Ilya. Let's
1: put them together. uh, Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, screw it. Um, we got Georgia Southern, Eastern Michigan. I'm going with Georgia Southern on this one. Uh, Yeah, are we watching a game for a fourth time? Yeah, we're
1: going with I'm going with Georgia Southern too. The triple option, rush
0: offense. I think that I think that gives Eastern Michigan fits. I think it's easy, kind of, just to kind of go with on these like bowl games because you're kinda like going for like okay what am I familiar with mm-hmm. at this point. So I think that's where I'm going with it. I think you're doing the same thing I am, so Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta drink you gotta drink a beer just to get through these bowl games, I guess. <laughs> hey,
1: bowl season is drinking season.
0: It is also true. You gotta get that <laughs> you gotta get that in while you can. So, next we got the New Orleans Bowl, Middle Tennessee, and Appalachia State. Even though Matt Appalachia State does not have their head coach, I am going with App State on this one.
1: Yeah, App State is just a better team. Uh, they, win. Yeah. they win the bowl. Yeah, they they win.
0: They win hands down. So, yeah. going from that one. Yeah, Wash, five for five. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going to the Bowl a Ration Bowl. Boca Raton. Boca Raton Bowl, whatever. <laughs> that's a, I feel like that's a – that's another made up bull just to get uh, these six and six Mocha, teams a Mocha bowl Ritano game.
1: down in Florida, that would be nice to be down there this time of year.
0: It's not. It's cold. <laughs> I'm in Florida now. The South it's cold. Florida, South Florida. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you know, you got the UAB Dragons. Yeah, the going the Blazers. In oh, Blazers. Well, their mascot's are Dragons. Yeah, so, but they know. didn't. The <laughs> team that didn't even have a football team two seasons ago. It's. You know it's incredible that the fact that they're in, they 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 brought they re, they raised that program back from the ashes, and the fact that they're in a bowl game in the third season is awesome. Yeah, that's it, I, it is and, really cool. And for that, and for that reason alone, I'm going with the Blazers on this one.
1: <laughs> okay, interesting matchup here. Northern Illinois has the 14th ranked rush defense in the country. Okay, mm-hmm. The UAB has a kid, Spencer Brown. 1,149 yards, 16 touchdowns. That's going to be an intriguing matchup. Uh, UAB has the 10th-ranked scoring defense, though. So,
0: we're washing again because I'm
1: going with God. the Blazers.
0: God, that's six for six. Man, are we even going to find one we disagree on? <laughs> I'm sure we will at some point. Probably. We have, Well, we have four more games to go. If we watch all four of these, this whole week's been a wash. Three, four.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we got the Frisco Bowl. We got San Diego State versus Ohio, and I'm going to go with San Diego State. Um, you know, they got the home, they kind of got the hometown advantage. You know, being in, from being in California, they got a little bit of a shorter drive than you know Ohio does.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, San Diego State fourth rush defense, twentieth in total defense. Uh, but a running back for Ohio, AJ. I hope I'm saying this right. Oalet, Oaletti, Olette,
0: Olette. Yeah.
1: Um, one thousand one hundred and forty-two yards, twelve touchdowns. Ohio is averaging forty-one points per game. I'm gonna go with the
0: Bobcats. Oh, we finally <laughs> did throw on one. Yeah, all right, all right. There's one now. I never thought I would want to watch the Frisco Bull in my life, but now I have to watch it. <laughs> all right, all right. So now we're going to that Perella Bull. Yeah, another another made up name. Another made up name, I guess. We're going to Marshall versus USF. Uh, I'm not going to go with USF. I'm, I, I, I'm not a big Charlie Strong believer, so I'm going to go with the Thundering Herd on this one. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, South Florida started out 7-0, and and they have lost five straight on the shoulders of one of the worst defenses in the country. Make it six. Yeah, Marshall. Marshall's <laughs> won three out of four uh, without um, – in the words of Coach Herman Boone, without overcooking the grits, I'm just going to go with the hotter team right now. That's Marshall.
0: So. <laughs> Wait, he won't remember the Titans on the show. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Charlie Strong. He started out so hot last year and then just kind of fizzled out again last year. Well, yeah, and he had some year. really good players last year. I mean, he had uh, a yeah. quarterback, Quentin Flowers. Yeah, and then he – I don't even know. He didn't even make a team this year, so – yeah. I don't think he got drafted, but, yeah. Uh, we're going to go into the next Friday games. These games are probably going to be on when we record, before we post it, so yeah. we'll give you our picks on this one. So you got the Bahama Bowl. You know, that's the one bowl game. If I wasn't in the, in, in the New Year's Six Bowl, I would want to go to the Bahama yeah, Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. It, like, why, why would you not put in for that one? You got Toledo and FIU. Hey, man. And I'm like, I, I'm like why would you not go to the Bahama Bowl?
1: Yeah. It, I mean, that is, that is one thing. If you're a three-, two-star recruit, you know, some of these group of five like the Mac I mean obviously this is the Mac um what's F I U in? Are they they're not in Sunbelt? I don't I think they are in are the Sunbelt Sun Well, whatever. But either way, that's you know, you look at these group of five especially the smaller group of five conferences, that's some kind of a, a bit of a lure. Yeah, you may not play for a national championship, but I mean You get to go to Bahamas. you get to go to the Bahamas every year,
0: if you if you win <laughs> seven games, so you know, you just gotta get that magic number six, and you can get you can get a all expense paid trip to the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah. Why would I not want to go there? Yeah. But who are you picking for the game, though? For Toledo, we're not we're too focused on you know our vacation plans. We're not we're focused on the game at this point. God, God <laughs> I love
1: the beach. No, um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with FIU. They got a balanced offense. They got a they get, their mm-hmm. defense is is pretty good at getting uh, takeaways. They actually have wow. I have it written down here in my notes. Um they actually have conference USA's best offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toledo is one of the most penalized teams in the country, so you know I'm I'm going with I'm going with Florida International. I'm going with uh, Butch Davis and the Florida International.
0: Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go with FIU too. You know FIU will win and go back to you know su- sunny Florida, where Toledo will just go back to Ohio, where it's miserable and no one likes to be. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So now you got the potato bowl. Okay, yeah. the famous
1: Idaho potato bowl.
0: Potato bowl is this on the? Is this going to be on the Boise State blue field? It is. Oh, then I'm going to go with the blue team, which would be the BYU Cougars. Okay, so, so we're only going to um, we're only so we're only different on one game. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going with BYU for the fact that you know they beat the Badgers earlier in the year. So I'm trying to like I've been trying to like have them win more to kind of make our loss look a little bit better. And they really didn't do that for me and neither did Wisconsin not in that fact either. So <laughs> I'm just going with the I'm going with the Cougars though. I think they have a little bit more they they play a good tough defense at BYU. So yeah, I'm going go with them. Yeah, they do.
1: I think that's gonna that's gonna match up nicely. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was that?
0: <laughs> I think that was me snorting I think they're gonna... I think they're gonna match up nicely. Uh Western Michigan. Don't you ever get a loogie? You get a loogie. You gotta get it out of there. All right. I don't wanna hear it right now. Oh God, what are we doing? Um We're doing Western. a show where you Western where, Michigan? Our show is two regular dudes, so I'm just being a regular dude. Starting BYU is
1: thirty-four team. to twenty-four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Well, that's my pick. I'm sticking to it. Alright, with the loogie. You got the loogie. Alright, there we go. So those are our bowl projections. So I guess the only bowl we're actually gonna be paying attention to is the Frisco bowl with uh San Diego State and Ohio. And you're gonna watch so... Ohio beat the hell out of San Diego State. No. Is... <laughs> it's not gonna happen, so uh but yeah, we will do <laughs> we'll will... so if there's one game that me and Burton are watching this week. That's going to be our game. Yeah, to Yeah, so I guess that's our game. That's our game to watch. <laughs> that's, a, that's automatically our game to watch this week because that's the only one we differ on this week. So, <laughs> what's your lock of the week, then, Barton? Uh, well, I just called the score. Uh, BYU thirty four twenty four. So
1: I'm gonna, so I'm gonna go there. I don't even know the, your lock I don't even win. know what the spread is, but you know, yeah. they're gonna BYU's gonna win by ten. So whatever the spread yeah. is, bet bet accordingly. Bet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, so we've covered the bowl games. We got a couple of championship games this weekend. I'm only going to pay attention to one, and that's the game on tonight. You got the Division Three championship game with Mount Union and Mary Hardin Baylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, for folks who don't know, I used to play Division Three football. So Division Three football is yeah. uh more it's close, it's near and dear to my heart. Yeah, you know? yeah. Go, re- represent the Utica Pioneers. You know, Utica College, uh, Utica College Pioneers up there, up there in upstate New York. Represent on the show here.
1: Yeah, you're you're the um, you're the D three guy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back and watch you go to work.
0: Well, D three to me, like these are if you want to watch pure college football, this is the Division three is where it's at. Cause all these up like Division two, they get partial scholarships, and you know. FCS and FBS to get full scholarships. Division three; these kids are paying for their own stuff. They have to, they're the ones that have to get their, their own loans. They have to get their own grants. All this other stuff to pay for their own. So these are the kids who are really playing for the love of the game. So this is why you, if, you were, if you were to watch a college football game, you have to watch this one. This, <laughs> this is pure college football right here. So uh, you got Mount Union. They've won 13 national titles since 1996. Damn. 1996. Thirteen national titles. They've are defending champs already. I was kind of hoping Wisconsin Whitewater would have won last week to match up against to match up against Mount Union because they because they've had a habit of matching up in this in this national title uh, title game and always uh, ends up to be a very close game. So uh, this head coach's record. Let me read this. I'm going to tell you this head coach's record at at uh, Mount Union. And his, this is only his fifth year. He is 70 and four. In, in five years. He's, lost, in four, five he's years. lost four games in five four years. Four games in five years. That's freaking ridiculous. So he's already won, I think, two national titles. This will be his third. Mount Union wins tonight. And uh, they'll, they'll make 14 national titles since 1996. That, so, is, that is solid. That's, what is that, 20,
1: 22 years?
0: Yeah, just about so yeah.
1: fourteen national titles, in
0: twenty-two. Years. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we talk about the Alabama dynasty that's going on right now. Nobody talks about this kind of dynasty that's going on because the coach before him had won eleven national titles before he stepped down. This guy's on his verge of winning his third in just his fifth season. That, as far as like dynasties go, Mount Union should be in this discussion of of college, great college football dynasties. I don't care what level of competition it is. It, and in fact, this is actually probably harder competition because this is. These are kids that don't get these, you know, like they don't get the scholarships offered. So they have to go to school and pay for themselves to go to school here.
1: Yeah, and I agree. And probably with that being said, now they may recruit some of the better kids. But, you know, with that being said, you know, the competition is probably a lot more even, too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's that's a hell of a coaching job there.
0: Oh, yeah, because, I mean, what are kids going to say? Oh, I can go to school for free not have any debt or i have to pay for you know 30 grand a year to go to school Mm -hmm. but i could win national titles or i can go to school for free most of those kids pick the free scholarship yeah so that's a hard that's hard to say like oh i can go win a national title but i have to pay 30 year uh like 30 grand a year for the rest of my life so yep that's me that's my division three you know rant (laughs) fluffy's (laughs) division three outlook (laughs) <laughs> you know what maybe we'll do that next year i'll put in my i'll put in my game The was in division three hey <laughs> there we go hey, we're all for it there, there it is <laughs> so um <clears throat> give me some of the coaching changes that are happening this week there bart what's going on this year you're you're you are the guy who keeps track of that
1: okay well um speaking of lower level it's not quite division three but speaking of the lower level a team that's playing tonight i believe it's tonight um north dakota state has lost their coach uh Chris Kleiman is going to replace Bill Schneider at Kansas State. Wow. Um, I I mean I, I don't know. I would assume that's a good hire. I mean, he you know, he obviously doesn't have the talent out at North Dakota State. You know, I don't But he wins national titles. But he right? wins national titles. Um so <laughs> we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um a hire that I really like, Eli Drinkwitz the NC State offensive coordinator is going to replace Scott Satterfield at App State mm-hmm. as uh as their head coach. Drinkwitz was actually a guy last year when South Carolina was looking for a new offensive coordinator. He was actually yeah. a guy that I was hoping South Carolina would um, be able to pull away from NC State. I, I like what he's done with that offense. I, I like what he's done with um, the offense a couple years at Oh, good lord! Because uh, a couple seasons at uh, NC State, but um, obviously it depends on hires and stuff around him. But I really like that state uh, that hire for App State. I think he'll be able to. That'll be a nice stepping stone for him. Mm-hmm. And finally, for this week, the founder of the turnover turnover chain, Manny Many Faces Diaz is going to <laughs> <laughs> go head to Temple in his latest stop. Um. Again, I I think he's a great coach. He he doesn't like to stay put very long, which is no you know why I hinted at the many uh, many faces. But um, yeah, I, I think that's a good hire for Temple. Uh, again, it's a it's obviously another stepping stone job. But um, yeah, that's that's the coaching roundup <laughs> this week. <so. laughs>
0: and we'll get probably get into more you know as bull season yeah. goes on. You know, some some
1: we could do something later, like once you know kind of our coaching hires are always are are finalized. Write them, mm-hmm. write them, all down, and then we could uh, rate them. ABC grade them, and then you know discuss uh, whether we think they make good coaching hires, or bad coaching hires.
0: man we're doing, we're doing it all we can. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of hang out and just talk football here, folks. I don't know what we're doing here, and you know, snorting loogies out of our noses. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. but I don't know about you, but I think that's all we got for this week. Oh no.
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, you know it's a a little fizzy's topic of the week here. What's up? Okay, so you know, last week I touched on um. Last week I touched on, you know, conference pride thing, right? uh Oh, yeah. I touched on you know, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, pull, you know, pull for your conference or whatever. Uh, and and one of my arguments against it was you shouldn't pull for them because that's your rivals, right? Yeah. Well, then I got to thinking, I was like, there's a lot of heated rivals, you know, interconference. You got, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, Auburn, UCLA, mm-hmm. uh, USC. Well, then that train, of, yeah. that train of thought led me to this. Is there ever – and it just not, doesn't have to be just interconference. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be, you know, obviously there are a lot of SEC, ACC rivals. Is there ever a situation where you would pull – and I don't mean be like, okay, if they win, they win – I mean, like, pull – I mean, hope to God that they win for your
0: most hated rival. I don't think so. See, because all my rivals, as far as Wisconsin goes, are all in conference. So, like, like, I can't think of a team that is really a hated rivalry outside of the conference because we have, like, Minnesota's the big one for me, and then Nebraska, and then Iowa. And they're all three, like, in our conference – so I, I don't have but, a I don't have a I don't have a horse for this race but, right But here. let me
1: put you in in this this scenario. Let's say mm-hmm. which I you guys play at the end of the season. So it's hard to do this, but um let's say you need Minnesota to I don't know you need Minnesota to win one week to put you guys in the driver's seat to win the division.
0: See, yeah yeah, I can. I can. All right, now I see what you're saying. Um, I guess so, cause like it, it, it ultimately wants you to make your your team season better. Yeah. So as long as I were to beat that team, then yeah. But if we are, if we were to lose and they held the tiebreaker, and they and they were playing a team that held the tiebreaker, then yeah, I would have to root for them so that we can make it to that you know, conference title or whatnot. But, so yeah, see- I can see, but. I, as far as, like, that would be, like, one of the very few chances that would happen. And
1: see, the thing that I would love to hear, like, if if anyone's listening would love to comment on this, the thing that I would love to hear from is, like, the really, I mean, I, I get that, you know, Wisconsin and, and Minnesota are, you know, rivals, but, like, the really, like, heated rivalry, like, Ohio State-Michigan. Is there ever a yeah. chance that a Michigan pulls for Ohio State or, like, Alabama and Auburn? Is there... Is there a chance that, you know, let's say Auburn needs Alabama to win this game, and that puts that would put Auburn in the driver's seat in the West. You know, would would they ever pull? For me, because my obviously, you know, South Carolina and Clemson. For me, there's only one situation that I could think of, and that would be something like South Carolina's fifth in the country. Uh, There's like an and this situation will never happen in my lifetime. So but, but um, South Carolina is like fifth in the country and say an ACC coastal team is fourth in the country and we need Clemson to beat that ACC coastal team in the ACC championship that would, you know, maybe send us to the college football playoffs. Um, yeah. That would be kind of the only scenario, you know, without overthinking it, obviously for fifth. But that would never happen in your
0: life. Yeah. that Yeah. Uh
1: But, <laughs> but you know without overthinking because obviously if we're fifth and we're probably playing for an sec championship or something but you know just mm-hmm. just on the surface this you know again without overcooking some grits um that that would be the only the only scenario that i could see but I, what would really intrigue me is like the these interconference rivalry like i would love to see like you know like texas and oklahoma is there ever yeah. a chance that Oklahoma pulled – like uh, if Texas wins this game, Oklahoma wins the Big Twelve. So you have mm-hmm. to pull. You know, you have to pull hard. Well, Oklahoma goes to the Big Twelve Championship, but you have to yeah. you have to pull with all your might for your hated rivalry. I would I would love to be able to hear, you know, people that have those they're involved in those real hated, heated uh interconference rivalries. I just think that would be a really interesting Discussion. Uh, like I said, you mm-hmm. know, living down here, living in the South, it's most of them are. I mean, yes, we don't like Georgia, yes, we don't like Florida and stuff like that. But those those aren't like the, you know, the hated rivalries that you think of. You know, most mm-hmm. of ours are cross cross conference. You know, you have you know South Carolina, Clemson, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Florida, Florida State, stuff like that. But um,
0: yeah,
1: I, I just think that that would be really cool. If you, if you're out there listening, you want to comment. If you're a, A buckeye or a Wolverine or something, and you want to comment? Feel free to.
0: Yep, go. Feel free to uh, respond on our our Twitter in our uh, Facebook. We got those running up. Barton runs the Twitter. I run the Facebook account. The Twitter at Fluffy and Fizzy. Very simple at Fluffy and Fizzy. Yep, that's all it is, folks. And you know, uh, feel free to drop some comments here. So drop us some uh, memes. I would. Kill to have some memes <laughs> on the page with, yeah if, the, if you if you don't like our sports dog, just drop us memes what the hell is it? yeah <laughs> i need I need the memes to send the other people so, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's all we got for this week there Bart. how do you think yeah
1: sounds good, sounds like we had a good show
0: hope uh well, hope it. our
1: fourteen fans enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I hope the 14 of them uh I never thought I'd be excited to watch a Frisco Bowl, but you know, this week I'm going to be excited to watch it on a Thursday night.
1: <laughs> I, I know our fans too. They're die hard. The Frisco Bowl is going to have the highest ratings ever. Oh, yeah. So
0: now <laughs> the battle for the dress depends on it. <laughs> but for Drew – but for Philip Fizzy Bart, I am Drew Fluffy Coach. You guys have a great holiday season. Stay safe out there. Drink responsibly. And
1: take it easy. Go, <laughs>
0: and go San Diego State. Ah, <laughs>
1: take it easy, guys.
0: Take it easy. Later.